What's up, wrestling fans, trading card collectors? Welcome to another episode of Wrestling with Cards. I'm your host, Zan. You can check me out on social platforms at Zan Morning. In my opinion, today's episode is very timely. At the time of recording this, the markets are in some turmoil. And I'm not just talking about the card markets, I'm talking about everything stocks, crypto, housing market seems to be cooling off. The price of everything at the grocery store, and come on, everybody's talking about gas prices. On top of that, we're dealing with some world conflict and some national conflict, covering many different topics, which we're not going to talk about today. It's a tough time for a lot of people out there, but what does this have to do with wrestling cards? I'm going to tell you in today's episode. Today we're going to be talking about learning from taking losses. But before we get into this very timely subject, in my opinion, here are some ways that you can help show your support for my content. Please subscribe. That's the easiest thing you're doing. You're already listening right now. Hit that subscribe button and leave me a review whatever podcast platform you're listening to this on. It's a good way to get more people listening. Get this podcast in the vision of more people's out there. So, and make sure to share it with a friend. You know, if they're a wrestling car collector, a wrestling fan, a sports car collector, somebody that collects non-sport. If there's anybody out there that you know of that think you, you know, they may enjoy the show, go ahead and send it out there. Put it on social media. You can tag me in it. Just get the ball rolling to get this podcast into more people's ears. You can check out my YouTube channel, Wrestling With Cards, on YouTube. That's my main content hub. I started out doing those videos. I told you in the last episode, or I guess it would have been two episodes ago, that you know the podcasts are going to come out as they come out, as I have time for this show. But I have, I don't think I've missed a video. I don't think I've missed any weeks, actually, of it putting out at least one video over there on YouTube. So make sure to check that out, Wrestling With Cards on YouTube. Please subscribe on there as well, trying to get to that 1,000 subs at the time of recording. If you want some more wrestling card podcast to listen to, make sure to check out Worlds Collide Wrestling Card Podcast. Myself and Tony Vela from WrestlingTradingCards.com. We're talking all things wrestling each and every week we get together. You never know what we're going to talk about. We try to entertain, we try to educate, and just continue to push forward the wrestling card hobby. You can find that on all popular podcast platforms. Just search Worlds Collide Wrestling Card Podcast. Leave us that review when you find it, and please subscribe. If you would like to help contribute monetarily, you can check out Wrestling With Cards on Patreon. For as little as a dollar a month, you can get your name in the credits of the videos that I put out. There's different tiers where you can get bonus content. You never know what I'm going to throw in there as a bonus. It could be discounted merch, which we're going to talk about in one second. could be an eBay coupon to my eBay store. Again, we're going to talk about that in a second. You just never know what I'm going to drop in there for the community. I mentioned merch. I still have t-shirts available in limited quantity. The first ever Wrestling With Cards shirt, black metal inspired, is available. If you just DM me and look at some of my social platforms, I've tried to pin the picture or I can send you a picture of the shirt. I'm sure also if you've watched any of my videos, i am worn the shirt lately in several of the videos. So that's just another way you can show your support. Check out my eBay store, Beast Mo Collectibles. I've got cards for as little as $1.50 shipped. I've got built-in discounts if you want to buy bulk. There's all kinds of good stuff on there, so make sure to check that out. I'm all over social media, as I said, at Zane Morning. There's also links to buying me, I say coffee, but lately it's been just caffeinated beverages. And the reason is i got to get up extra early to get time, squeeze in the time to record this, to make videos. And you know what helps with that? Caffeinated beverages. So if you donate... That helps keep the show going. Again, links to everything I've talked about are in the show notes, so make sure to check those out when you have time. Losses suck. Losing at anything sucks. But from my personal experience, I've actually learned a lot more when I lose than when I win. 
On the surface, you may be saying, Zan, you're insane, that doesn't make any sense. And for some of it, it honestly might not. But after today's episode, hopefully you will see my point and you'll be able to look at things through a different lens. Today, I want to take some talking points, break those down just a little bit, and show you how you can apply those to wrestling cards or whatever it else is that you collect. We're at an interesting point right now in the hobby. Over the past few years, we've seen a huge explosion in collectibles, crypto, stocks, and other assets. I have heard numerous reasons for this from all different angles. Many people like to say that it's a result of COVID, stimulus payments, unemployment, and to some extent the gambling gene that many people have within them. At the same time, we're also inundated with hobby headlines of record sales, crypto and NFT values going through the roof, record high prices of stocks, real estate, and other assets. Of course, all of this was like adding fuel on the fire to the hobby boom, but also it seemed to put more of a focus strictly on profit and making money off of everything instead of just enjoying the collectibles or items themselves for what they are. Now let's fast forward to today, time of recording. Everything is down. People are starting to panic a little bit. I think many people have over leveraged themselves when the times were good. Maybe they spent way too much money on the things that they thought were just going to continue going to the moon. Maybe they got caught up in the flip game and that process is no longer working for them. As a result, many people have left the hobby or are stuck holding the bag on a lot of this stuff, or even worse, have put themselves in very bad personal financial situations. So what do they do? What do you do if you're in that situation? This is where selling at a loss comes into play. I want to look at this from a couple of different angles. Up to this point in this episode, I've mentioned other assets along with cards as talking points, but for the purpose of selling at a loss, we're strictly going to be talking about cards and collectibles. And as always, I'm going to do my best to keep my thoughts organized, but if you've consumed any of my content in the past, you know that sometimes I could go down these rabbit holes of information if I get on a tangent about something or I'm just super passionate about a specific topic. So I've heard from many other content creators in the hobby about how many people in the hobby are, aren't selling their cards at current prices. I've heard many people have their inventory priced at the 2020-2021 type prices and not willing to budge or make any kind of deals. In my opinion, this is a complete waste of time. And I'm saying this from both a collector and a dealer perspective. Yes, I would consider myself somewhat of a dealer at this point with my eBay store, my bulk collections that I buy out all the time. I've always been in the mindset that when inventory gets stale or when you're wrong on a specific card prediction or you just simply lost interest in a card from a PC standpoint, you just gotta move it. Get whatever you can for it, move it on to the next thing. I like this approach because even when you take some losses, the wins you do make eventually wipe out all the losses. Let me give you an example. Let's say hypothetically you thought WWE Prism was going to be huge, but you thought that might actually spike Topps Chrome even more, and you could get into the Topps Chrome stuff for cheaper than Prism. So you pick up a few boxes of Topps Chrome wrestling cards, and you buy in hopes to sell them on the backside of the Prism hype. Let's also hypothetically say that that didn't work out for you, and now you're just sitting holding these cards. They're half the value of what you paid for them. You don't really want them anymore. What do you do? In my opinion, you should just sell them for whatever you can, put that money into the next thing. In my experience, keeping constant activity seems to always work. Always buying, always selling, always trading, always moving. I've lost big time on some cards, and I've won big time on cards. But the key is, I'm always active. And I understand this may not work for everyone, and it may not work for every card or certain strategies for certain cards. But it's just an example of how it has worked for me in the past and how I've learned 
that selling at a loss on some things can actually turn into bigger and better things long term. Not to mention if you become over leveraged in cards, if selling cards at a loss puts you in a better liquid financial situation for life, the hobby has to take a backseat to you and your family's necessities and needs. Just sell it. On the flip side, I think it's important to remember why we got into the hobby in the first place. And that is to collect and connect with characters, athletes, and a community through pieces of cardboard. When you buy cards, most are buying them for a purpose. Maybe it's their favorite wrestler, their favorite set, their favorite era. When you truly connect with these pieces, many times they stay in personal collections forever regardless of the value. And many of the holders of the rare and scarce cards don't necessarily care about the value because they aren't for sale. Personally, I do have some cards like this. No, I won't say I would never sell a card or a coffin card. I don't really do that. But there are definitely cards that I don't plan to sell for a very long time. However, however, I wouldn't have those if I hadn't been participating in constant activity. Again, buying, selling, trading. Trying to build connections with people throughout the hobby. And with that, sure, I took some losses. But to me, moving 10 cards at 50% loss into one card I truly love was much better than just having that inventory sit stale, continually going down or collecting dust. I think this is important when looking at PC items as well. Tastes change, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. And when tastes do change, and you're no longer interested in certain cards that you once loved, just move them. Move them into the next thing you want to collect. Now I know none of us want our collections to go to zero, but I feel by using this method, this would also help you hopefully keep a self-sustaining hobby and again, focusing on the collection and not just the value. And lastly, I wanna talk about just markets in general. Losses are always gonna play a factor in any market. Many people have tried to compare cards to NFTs or other collectibles, stocks, crypto, etc. And while some of that may be comparable, it's not exactly the same thing. And there's numerous reasons. But one thing they do seem to have in common are cycles. It seems like markets of anything always go up and down. And because of that, I've honestly never tried to time the market with anything, no matter the collectible or the asset. Now, sure, in the past, I've dabbled with trying to sell a card at a specific time, but it's rarely worked out for me, so I just stopped. Again, this goes back to the constant activity thing that I've spoke about earlier in this episode numerous times. But let's take the activity factor out of it for a second and just talk about collecting. This is another reason why it's great and fun to just buy the stuff you like and sit on it. If you truly love the card, it's a long-term hold, and you don't care what the markets are doing because you aren't planning on selling it anytime soon. And that somewhat goes against what I talked about earlier as far as like the activity in the hobby, but for certain cards, sets, or sealed wax, it's a no-brainer. And you know what they say, time in the market beats timing the market. So go out there and buy a bunch of wrestling cards, everybody. While that was a lot to throw at you today, I hope I was able to convey some of my thoughts, enough for you to at least comprehend or understand, and I hope that today's episode brought you some value. I hope it helped put some things in perspective for the current state of the hobby and the climate. I also want to say that I know I mentioned wrestling cards as the focus of this topic, but this wasn't necessarily a wrestling-centric show. In fact, the past few episodes have not been, and I'm not sure if that's kind of the direction that this podcast is going to go. I mentioned that wrestling with cards on YouTube is my main hub, and it still is, will continue to be. And it's where I primarily just talk about wrestling cards. But on this podcast, I don't know where it's going to go. It seems like just general off-the-cuff topics that I think of or put some notes down what I want to talk about, that seems to come out on the podcast, and it just seems to be a better format. 
So let me know what you think. If you guys are liking these kind of, I guess we'll call them deep dive philosophical type episodes, let me know. If you hate them and you just want to hear about wrestling cards, give me that feedback as well. I can't promise that this is going to just stick to one avenue or another. I'm definitely not going to come out here and say I'm some kind of sports card expert or NFT expert, but sure, I dabble with those things. But I've also never said I'm a wrestling card expert. I just like to talk about them, promote them, get more people into collecting. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe and make sure to check out the show notes for all of the ways that you can help show your support for my content. And until next time, keep collecting. Most importantly, keep having fun. We'll see you.